The tip I'd love to share is your animals don't take them for granted. You know, they know more than you think they know. And the more you tell them, the happier they'll be. And what I mean by that is if you're going to be gone traveling, show them and tell them before the suitcase comes out. Hello and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our god, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences, or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Hello, welcome back everyone. So as part of my Animal Connection series, I am super excited to introduce you today to someone I've known for several years and really admire. She is a promoter of animal healing worldwide, globally. Vicki Draper is a holistic animal healer, animal communicator, and a licensed massage therapist, certified acupressurist, Reiki master teacher, craniosacral therapist, as well as being a best-selling Amazon author. Welcome to the show, Vicki. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Karen. It's great to be here. I know you've been working with animals for many years, and people and animals, but I don't know how it all got started. Why don't you tell the listeners and I a little bit about your journey into where you are now? Yeah. I discovered I am a natural born healer and animal communicator. And it wasn't until later in life I discovered this because it was just who I was. But when I was 11 years old, I had a kitten that got diagnosed with distemper and it was like, he's not going to live. That's what the vet said, you know, it's just, and as a child, I really wasn't sure, you know, what that was, but I didn't want it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So so I did what was natural to me, and I can remember the connection with my kitty, and we're there, this loving, healing connection. Now I now know what that was, but, and it was like white light came in, time stood still. We just had this connection. I put the kitty down, and then I went on about my business. Didn't think anything about it, yet my kitten lived many more healthy years. Wow. And It wasn't until later I was looking back on it that I realized, oh, I was tapping into healing energy, you know, with my training, I got, you know, I had language for it and, oh yeah, my kitty lived. That's what I wanted as a child. I didn't think anything about it that, right. We, and we think everyone else does the same thing, right. Or we don't know that it's different. Right. Right. I was like, oh, yay. You know, and I was 
came from small town America, so didn't really have, there wasn't a good animal focus at that time. So I didn't have any mentors guiding me in the animal realm that I was so natural with. And so I went off and studied computers in college because yeah. I had a very analytical brain, math, science, physics, you know, all of that. And so I worked in IT corporate for over 15 years, programming computers and various things in the IT world. And my heart just kept withering. My head, you know, it's just like my soul, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. But right. no career tests were showing up to put me where I'm doing, you know, to do what I'm doing now. And I'm right. like, I don't know. So I was on a hike and I found this heart-shaped rock. Nature always speaks to me. And the top half was white and sparkly. The bottom half was dull and gray. I knew I was at a choice point. I could mm. stay and let my heart just keep continuing and fully be gray and dull. Or I could leave and do something different and have my heart sparkly and light. And right. within that week, I went in and turned my resignation in. I oh had my goodness. clue what I was going to do because at that point I had been trying to figure it out. And it turned out on the side, I was studying acupressure for people just because it was fun. I like loving learning about health and the body and all of that. So when that came about, I'm like, okay, I'm going to open a practice for people. You know, I really want animals. I don't know how it's going to happen, but yeah. for now I'm not doing computers anymore. <laughs> I, you know, so I opened my practice for people within a month. There was a woman, Susan on my table and she had a dog, Jake. And she said, if this works for me, it will work for my dog, Jake. Jake was a golden lab, yellow lab, and was having seizures. And the cranial sacral work is a great modality to support seizures. And I said, yes, it will. She brought Jake to me. That just opened the floodgate. Okay. Getting the animals into my life. Wow. Thank yeah. you, Susan. Exactly. So thank you, universe, because I took the big leap going, I know, you know, leaving the nice cushy job going, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know it's not that because yeah, you know, so I had to trust. I had to trust. That is a big leap. You must have had some fear. Let me yeah. ask you, have you ever regretted that decision? No. Yeah. I have <laughs> I think not. So. It's been a little bumpy. It was a little bumpy at the beginning because I was used to this nice big salary and then just starting right. a business. And, but you know, no. Yeah, your heart and soul are much happier, aren't they? Yeah, because I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so therefore, yeah, my heart and soul are very happy. Nice, nice. So after Susan's dog, then you started incorporating animals into your practice? Yes. And then shortly after that, too, we were in, my husband at the time and I were in California at the time. And that's where I had studied at the Acupressure Institute of Berkeley. And then we moved back to the Seattle area. And at that time, they were making, that's when they just were putting into law animal massage as a licensed profession. Oh, right. So I got in on the ground floor of oh, the wow. licensing of this, you know, the 
certifications, a legal, you know, licensed profession. And then I helped certify some of the following certification classes. So I've been on the forefront of the animal healing industry with the yeah, license and certifications. Yeah. And went and studied with the tall grass, the people that write the books on animal acupressure. Right. And so I was the first in the United States to get the large and small animal certifications for acupressure for animals. Okay. All right. Yeah. Almost first in the world. There was one class in England that happened before our class. So, you know, but on the forefront wow. yet again. And so it's just been fun. Like I said, I've never really looked back after taking that leap. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And so now I know that, you know, COVID has had a big impact on everything. Do you still see animals in person or is everything on Zoom these days or how does that work? Right now, it's all on Zoom. I, the, I was working out of a vet clinic and the, for over five years, where people could bring them to me and he retired and so then I went with another vet clinic, but they've decided not to work on Saturdays. And I was giving one or two Saturdays for the in-person because my Zoom clients through the week are full. You know, it's, it's there's a big demand for the Zoom okay. client. So right now I am looking for a place to do in-person because yes, I like having that option. Yeah. But I did, during COVID, I did give up house calls because <laughs> traffic is. A nightmare and so I'm stressed when I show up and that's not conducive to a good healing session no it's sure not is it yeah and this anywhere that there's traffic just you know going five miles can take a long time so it might get cost prohibitive too just yeah. in the time involved yeah so the good thing about zoom is I can support people anywhere and their animals you know so I do have clients in other countries other states and then even it works great for cats because cats don't like to travel. So they don't like right. to be in person, <laughs> you know, so it, that defeats the purpose to have them bring them in. You know, Zoom has lots of benefits of doing so, it. So I've never actually had a craniosacral appointment before. I have a general idea of it. Can that be done from Zoom? Well, isn't there yes. some? Oh, OK. All right. Yes, because I have done it so many times in person. I have the energetic template to then apply to the animals. Oh, I see. You know, because, yeah, so then, because with Reiki and having distance healing, it's, you know, we're connected with the energy as we're in person. Yeah. And so the results, so yes, I get good physical things, the things that you think, oh, we have to be in person for can have really good results with Zoom. I, I don't know if this is going to be possible for people that don't even understand what Reiki is or energy healing is. Yeah, or, yes. can, can you give a, you know, a fairly short explanation of that? Oh, of Reiki? Of Reiki, yeah, or yeah. any kind of the energy healing that you do. Okay, yeah, well, Reiki is a spiritual energy. It's, we may have all heard, it's achieved for... It's a universal energy. It's key in Japan. It's prana in India. You know, it's all the same energy. We're talking about source, light. It's the oneness, the all in all. And so then the Reiki, you get attunements 
from a master and then you're able to then do Reiki. It, is, it opens the channels for additional healing capacity running through you because you're a conduit. It's a higher wisdom doing the work. Oh, okay. And so I would love to give an example of a physical healing that was over Zoom because it you can't argue with results. You're right, and, right. And, and I know, even though I came from computer because I came from computers and everything, and I know if you'd have told me, you know, 40 years ago, I, what I'm doing now, <laughs> you know, right. no way. Right. So I want to share. Yeah. So I had a client, Cocker Spaniel Sampson, who's guardians who lived, they lived in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And he had fallen off the bed and had gotten paralyzed. Oh. And so they had gone to the vet, no noticeable results. They had even taken him to acupuncture, which is a great modality. It's, it didn't, just didn't get results. He didn't respond. So she was desperate and contacted me. We did a session and after his first session, I could feel lots of shifts happening. And I said, after all the sessions, I always say, you want to take him out to go potty because it flushes things that we want, you know, they usually have to pee right after the session. And at that time, they were having to hold him up because he couldn't stand on his hind legs. And so within five minutes after the session, when they took him out, he stood on his own. Wow. You know, That's yeah. And then few more sessions we had him back fully walking wow yeah and so that really instilled in me it's okay you know the physical there, there's no limits right right absolutely no limits at all and I understand there was an experience with one of your cats or both of your cats with some Reiki and grooming yeah, yes I always support my kitties with Reiki before going and you know let it work hold while they're there and the one time I forgot spirit came back nicked three places oh no and I'm like okay and so <laughs> that uh, lesson learned right. know? and so then this last grooming we had last week I ended up being the handler they need anyways I was in the grooming room with them and I was holding both spirit and sapphire as their bellies were getting shaved. They had their bellies had to be shaved as their long hair and they get mats if we don't. Plus for summer, it's a little bit cooler for them. And they just melted in my arms. I mean, doing the Reiki. And so they didn't care this loud buzzing razor, you know, wow. they just melted. And I'm like, okay, this is now what we're going to be doing every grooming time. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it was traumatic for them other times or yeah. maybe less so with the Reiki. But to have you doing it as it was going on, holding them, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so palpable. I'm like, okay, lesson learned. And this is what's so nice or fun to me about being a Reiki master is even though I've been doing it for years, I still keep learning, you know, still keep finding applications to yeah. that really make a difference. Yeah. That's fantastic. And the learning really should probably never stop. So I know that you're also an animal communicator. Do you incorporate it into some of your healing sessions or is it a totally separate thing that you do? No, it's incorporated. Yeah, my sessions, they're custom. So it depends, you know, the tools that come forward or what's needed. 
best yeah. at that time. Yeah. And so that includes the communication. And if there's yeah. questions people want to know, you know, happy to answer those at the same time. Sometimes the animals want to wait toward the end of the session because if they're like really depleted or really having an issue that we're working with, they want to just lay back and take it and absorb it. And then they're ready to talk. Right, right. And for the listeners out there that, you know, whether they are familiar with this or not, is there anything that they they should know if their animal needs some something or any tips for them to either look for or that they can do at home, you know, to help settle an animal or to just get them through till they get to a vet or to oh, you that's or to... why I wrote my books. Okay, let's talk about your books. So awesome. all three of these books are full of, there's no holds barred with my private practice, techniques I do, techniques I teach in classes, and how to help their animals do different things. Okay. So, so the first book is great if you're having behavioral issues with your animals, and if you have multiple animals, you know, that aren't getting along, and if there's a lot of anxiety, there's so, a chapter... So- so these are like like beginner books, or at yes. least the first one is. Okay. They right. all are. I've written them, yes, that beginners and even children. I love supporting children. So I've written them from beginner's mind. Nice, nice. You know, they're taking compliment, complicated, they can be complicated processes. I've simpled them, simplified them down so people don't have to go do all these hours of training that I had oh. to do to, you know, have them be effective. Okay. And, right. So I, if it combines acupressure, it combines massage, it combines animal communication, and even working with the chakras, which come, Reiki is a big part of working with the chakras. And my third book is all about balancing your pet's chakras. It's healthy, free, and harmonious, balancing your pet's chakras. And you can be a beginner and you don't have to have Reiki to do it. Reiki will enhance it, but I've written it for anybody that's interested in helping their pet with being better. And so the second book is Heart to Heart, How You Can Heal Your Animal Through All Stages of Life. And so it takes you on the span, whether you're new to getting an animal or whatever phase you have your animal in there, you know, there's information all the way through. And so there's a wellness chapter like I said, a wellness routine to do for keeping your animals healthy. That, okay. The second book, it's work back with massage and some acupressure. The third book, it's a whole chakra balancing routine and okay. how to balance them because your chakra system is its own system. And so it's another tool, another way that we can help balance our animals and pets. So and, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it would be ideal to read these at the beginning of your pet's life, right? Instead of waiting until there's an issue. That is true. However, they the second book, when there's issues, it tells you what you can do to su- support common okay. issues and even you know severe issues, even working with the vet. Oh, fantastic. You know, so I love, and they don't have to be read in a particular order. They're standalone, yet they tie together because... The common theme is helping your animal, you know, live your their best. Yeah, yeah. And so you want a tip. Okay, I'm sorry. So you've got the book full of lots of tips. Okay. And the tip I'd love to share is your animals, don't take them for granted. 
you know, they know more than you think they know. And the more you tell them, the happier they'll be. And what I mean by that is, if you're going to be gone traveling, show them and tell them before the suitcase comes out. You may, you probably teach this yourself. And so animals, you can't just say, I'm going to be gone a day or two days. They don't understand what that is. So you can show them with blinks because the eye closed is night, the eye open is daylight. So you show them how many blinks until you're gone. Show them leaving, you leaving with your suitcase. Also, you want to tell them where they're going to be, if they're going to be at home, who's taking care of them. And it may sound silly to you, but they really want to know. They are much more settled if they know the details. And then you show them how many nights till you're coming back in. And it's important you show them coming back in with your suitcase. And they know. And so then they can be calm and what do I want to say? Calm. I like, can be calm and confident because they know you're coming back. Yeah. Exactly. And they know when. And so, again, it's very important if your travel plans change to remember to connect with your pet and tell them because they, they're literal. And if you don't come back when you say, they're going to be all upset and, you know, they're going to have a harder time with right. it. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you. It is important. I always say, talk to your animals, (laughs) talk out loud to your animals, you know, if that's what you have to do in order to communicate with them, because they do understand that they don't, people might think the cats are not acknowledging it sometimes, but that doesn't mean they don't get it. And who is the cat that we see every now and then cross the screen? spirit he's sitting here right here i know he has signed up to be my helper so he's actually on the cover of my second book oh he is nice yeah right there with me uh fantastic yeah and so spirit is one of the teacher helpers huh yeah he is he's very cute yeah i was Um, impressed though that he was just sitting to the side he was helping that way today (laughs) yeah nice so I understand, and this is time sensitive. So people listening to this, you know, after a certain point, this won't be relevant, but you have a Reiki class. Of course, you probably might always have something coming up. So you have a Reiki class coming up, right? You want to talk about that for a minute? I do. It starts June 27th. It is on Zoom. So no matter where you live, you can participate. And if you're really wanting to yeah, learn with your animals, then this is the class, the way I teach. It's people really wanting to learn with the animals. We do cover the people, but it's heavily animal focused. And it's Reiki 1 and 2. It starts June 27th, and it's weekly through September 12th. And then you'll be Reiki Level 1 and 2 certified with lots of experience and confidence. And as Karen said, yes, I do have things going on. And so if you miss it, you're interested in the Reiki class still, check back. I'll be offering it again. And then the way to, do we want to share where to go? It's You can share it now. We'll ask again later, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. What's that? Healingyouranimal.com. Just go to my website and you'll see classes and events. So what would a person, what can I expect though, if I take the class, what will I come away with? You know, what's the, if 
say I or my animal don't have an urgent health need, how can it still benefit us? It's a great wellness tool. It can help you just keeping promoting health because our chakras, our energy fields are being bombarded all the time. And so the healthier we keep them, just keep them moving and balance, the healthier we and our animals are. So with the Reiki, it's really two for one because you're getting, it's a great self-care tool and technique and you're getting how to help your animals with it too. And not even just your animals, how to help all your relatives, your significant (laughs) other, you know, you just get the, your world opens. And so Reiki one is hands-on techniques. Reiki two is where it opens up to where you learn to do the distance work. And so that's very beneficial. Like when your animal's in emergency or even when you're traveling, you can connect in and there's just a lot of things that it just change the way you can live your daily life, enhance it. Yeah. Yeah. I, friends and family always benefit from these kind of classes, don't they? Because yes, we, we like to practice. <laughs> that's right. Because there's, yeah, practice, because that's what we then discuss and that's how we learn together. And yes. Yeah, it's good. There's so much evidence these days about healing like this and documented you know, cases, plus, of course, your own case studies that you've shared with us today. So you said your website is healingyouranimal.com? Yes. Okay. And anything else that's going on in the world that you want to share or you want people to know about, you know, when it comes to them and their animals and the energy of the house or anything? (laughs) The first thing I do with my clients is ask if they cleared their house recently because, Ah. you know, You want to keep your pets, you may not see the energy, but your pets definitely feel it. And you do on some level, but your pets feel it more. That is another good tip to. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. It makes a big difference. Maybe I knew that was your first tip to, or a question for people, because I don't normally ask a question like that, but yeah, the house has, you know, things change and the animals know and we don't realize how much it affects them sometimes yeah absolutely i did cover that in my first book because that's where some of the behaviors yeah help really calm some of the behaviors just by clearing your house yeah that's an amazing tip yeah yeah and your books are on amazon they are the best way to find them is on healingyouranimal.com because you can go, you can click to go to Amazon, or if you want your autographed copy, you can get it there too. But it's easy, it's easy that way, it's easy to find. Nice, so and, animal, and then either click the link to Amazon or get an autographed copy. And more information about your class is also on healingyouranimal.com. Yes, I have a classes events tab, so it has classes that I teach. Okay, on there, and yes, that's where you can find. Perfect. Find all of that information. And then there's products tab that you can then have, see the books and then have my online and healing essences. That's a whole nother conversation. So anyway, okay, so here's the deal. This is my passion. I love empowering the pet guardians with their pets health. So that's where I have lots of tools and ways to support you in addition to 
private healing session. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing all your, not all your knowledge, but thank you for sharing <laughs> some of your knowledge, your wisdom with us. It's been wonderful to talk to you. And, and yeah, thank you for being here. And I just want to say to my listeners, thank you. And we will connect later. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.